Welcome to the Online Entrepreneur Experience podcast that details the ins and outs, the how to's, and the ups and downs of living a life of an online business owner. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Online Entrepreneur Experience. I'm Deuces, and as always, that is Mark Wilson, aka the Viking Marketer. So today I want to talk to you about taking ownership of your life. But before I do that, make sure that you put a comment, like it, love it, share it, all that fun stuff, and make sure you hit the bell notification and subscribe so that you get all this value and you get a notification every single time that we drop a new episode. Yeah, guys, like, right. honestly, like we're constantly dropping tons of value. Renee always says to me after we finish these guys, she's like, man, we gave too much value. So like, uh, just be prepared for this immense amount of value that you're about to hear. And Renee or me will be answering every single one of those comments. So whatever questions you guys have, if you want some free mentorship, hit us up in the comments. No choice. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. So taking ownership of your life. Me? The other day. I don't do that, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, I don't really do it. <laughs> oh, wait, that's that's our wife. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, just joking. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. Love you, wife. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Mark is totally right. We do appreciate all that love and likes and stuff like that. And one of us will be messaging you. And even though I feel that we dropped too much value we're not dialing it back we're going to keep it going keep it rolling if anything we're going to start giving more value yeah exactly that's 100 right so taking ownership of your own life <clears throat> i listened to a podcast by rachel hollis and she told an amazing story that brings this all kind of together she told the story of one of her family members <clears throat> excuse me one of her family members wanted to be a fireman and she didn't really get into a crazy amount of details in the beginning, but I'm going to just pull some out of the air. <laughs> it's story time, baby. Let's, uh, time. let's put some parameters around it. <laughs> okay. So this guy back in the seventies wanted to be a fireman so bad that he strategically went to certain schools and he ate certain foods and he did certain workout routines in order to be able to get into the training when it came to becoming a fireman. And when that fateful day came, he didn't get picked and he was devastated. I mean, that's what he wanted to be ever since he was a young little boy. And, uh, since he didn't get picked, he blamed the whole industry. He blamed every single fireman, every single um, fire hall, I guess you call them, in every state and every county and everything. He just was so bitter about the whole thing for like 46 years. I think it was a conspiracy just against him. What do you think? Well, 100%. It was 100% conspiracy theory. They just didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, Sorry, guys. I'll, I'll let him get back to the series. <laughs> so I lost my train of thought now. Thanks, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so he went his whole life, 46 years later, still complaining about the conspiracy against him. And 
what he could have done otherwise is take ownership of it, take ownership of the negative negative things in your life and the positive. But if he would have done that, he still would have gone on and been successful and maybe not as a fireman, but there was always other options. If you don't reach the goal that you set out for yourself, as long as you take ownership of it, if you're going to sit there and be negative about it the whole time, it's not going to work out. I mean, this guy could have become an EMS before he became a fireman. There's other methods. And just to backtrack, he applied once, one time, tried once. That's it. What do you think about that story, Mark? What is that? Oh, like, uh, honestly, like it is ridiculous when you think about it. And I'm sure you probably get in a place yourself, like thinking that, hey, like I tried something once and then I was like, well, this wasn't for me. Like I, I remember back in high school, my best friend, uh, me and him used to play hockey and basketball all the time together. Um, now I played uh, the like actual sports, like on sports teams. I, I wanted to say professionally, but that's, that was totally amateur. Uh, <laughs> and I played on sports teams and everything. And he played in the backyard. Now I constantly was like, yo bro, why don't you join the like basketball team or why don't you join the, the uh, hockey team or something like that? And he always said, no, no, no. At one year, I finally, I think it was grade nine, finally got him to try out. And it was so funny because I was so used to going through the practices and all the rigors of what it took to like try out for a team and get on the team. And now I was a provincial basketball player and volleyball player. So like I was quite an athlete and this guy always kept up to me when we were playing in the backyard, but there's a lot different, but like playing and actually performing. And so often people tell themselves these uh, delusions in their head that like, Hey, like I'm just as good as these other people because of this reason. So uh, my buddy West, he was just like, yeah, like I'll try out for the team. He didn't make the team because he couldn't even finish to the end of the trials because he wasn't even willing to go the whole distance of whatever it took just to figure out if he was good enough or not. And it's just like this guy in the firefighter um, that wanted to be a firefighter. He tried out once. It's like, cool, man. Like, you didn't even know what it took to even go through a trial. You didn't even know what it took to, like, maybe become one. So, like, the, the first attempt at anything that you ever do, guys, it more gives you the framework of what it's going to take to achieve something. And when you're accountable for that and you're, you, you can own that, be like, yeah, okay, cool. I have no clue what it actually took to be able to achieve this. Then you can be like, okay, well, now I do. I was the problem. And, but the greatest thing is, is when you're all, when you're also the problem, you can be the solution to this. So it's like, okay, so what are my other uh, options in this thing? Is there like a recreational basketball team that I can go try out that, that I can go do? Is there other different um, uh, counties or is there other professions that can lead me into being uh, a firefighter? I know I looked into it when I was a young age because my mom was in the fire department. And for, for most, you have to go through training. You have to do volunteer. You have to do all these different things. And if you're not willing to do these things, how can you ever expect to get that end prize? And now that only lies on you, not the system, not all the other bullshit or anything like that. It lies 100% on you. And until you become accountable for that stuff, you'll never be able to get any of those aspirations that you have, right? 100%. 100%. I mean, if we're going to be real here, there's obviously some bad things that are out of your control that are going to happen in your life. Um, your spouse could break up with you or you could get fired from a job that you really like. It's kind of odd. I don't know. I, I've never really met someone who liked their job. 
so much so that they'd be upset if their boss fired them. But, you know, to each their own. <laughs> I'd be um, upset if I fired myself, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. <laughs> so all that stuff that is out of your control, you can't sit there and take ownership of that. But what you can do instead is take ownership of your own reactions to those actions. And a great example of that is a spouse. I have a wonderful, amazing wife. I'm saying that because I know she's going to watch this later. Just kidding, honey. (laughs) Um, But we do get into fights and we do argue a lot. And I try to keep that in the back of my mind is this is just happening. It's not my fault that it's happening, but I will try to take ownership of how I react and how I view the situation. And a great exercise to to practice, because it will take practice to get really good at this, is if you ever find yourself in a negative situation, let's say arguing with your spouse or the lineup at the grocery store is too long. Look at things around you instead of focusing on the negative thing and look at certain things to be grateful for. And if you can do that, that is you taking ownership of that situation because it changes your mindset to look at more positive things and you don't feed into the negative thing that was out of your control in the first place. What do you think? 100%, man. I I totally agree. It's changing that vibration in your state, right? Like, and I'm a huge believer in your state. Uh, There's so many people that like something unfortunate will happen to them that's out of their control. And instead of actually like going and taking themselves out of that state the whole day, they'll sit in that state, maybe the whole week, maybe the whole month. And then all of a sudden, this is their state and it's a negative state. And instead of doing something about it, it's just like, just come to accept that. And the only person The only person that can be accountable for that is you. You're the only person. You're the only person that can put yourself into a state and take yourself out of a state, right? And uh, there's one guy that uh, I know both of us have indulged in a lot of his material. His name's Bob Proctor. He actually has this coin and has R and R on it. And you flip it and it's react and respond. And we're so much so um, programmed is just to react to every situation. Just react, just react, just get it, get it, get it, get it. And I was mentoring a guy today and here's this like, man, I'm struggling closing sales within my business. Um, I'm going to be waiting for you to respond to something. Now, I wrote this like immaculate response form because he was having trouble with this lead. It took me 2.5 minutes to do. I timed myself because I actually wanted to know like how quickly it was going to take me to respond to this. I wrote three paragraphs. It was amazing. I was super impressed with myself. I sent it. He's like, oh, I already responded to them. It took me 2.5 minutes, 2.5, to respond to this message that he sent me and giving him a perfect response to this. But because he had no patience to, because he was in this like impatient reactionary state, instead of responding, he just needed to react. And and his response to me was, oh, I just sent her almost a nothing message. So I'll send her this as soon as she responds to this. I was like, so why did you even send that message? If it was nothing, why would you even send it? And those are those things that you have to be accountable to. And start asking yourself, why am I doing these things? And why am I reacting when I can respond and actually bring things into my life, right? No, that's exactly right. And 
I mean, you said earlier about if you are the problem, you're also the solution. So in that sense, that guy that you were mentoring could easily have just been a little bit more patient, like maybe another 30 seconds because it was only two and a half minutes. Like that's incredible that he couldn't uh, last that long. Yeah, like it, it was astonishing to me. I was like, what? <laughs> it took me two and a half minutes. I was like, you already responded after you. And it was like him telling me, he's like, oh, I'm not going to respond until you give me the answer. It was you him know, telling me this and he couldn't even follow his own advice. And it's just like, and, and that's where that, like I talk about like that delusional state. It's just like yeah. people are delusional about what they're doing and how they're operating because they just don't understand and they can't control themselves. And instead of actually taking action and taking ownership in something, um, they just go react and you're never going to get the results that you want in those scenarios. Like I was just finishing, I just finished reading two and a half or tw- sorry, 12 and a half by Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, it's funny, like Renee and me do so many different things the same and at the exact same thing. And like over this last weekend, I, both him and me started on the exact day, exact same day, like reading this book and without even talking about it, without even like being like, Hey man, I was thinking about reading this book or anything like that. We just started at the exact same day, both bought it and just, you know, went at it. Um, anyways, back to <laughs> the actual point, um, in, in this, he, he gave 30 different examples of issues, people asking him questions about issues in their lives or businesses or, you know, jobs, whatever it is. And everything he started off with is first, you have to be accountable. And like every single thing he's like, and he even said to himself, he's just like, man, I didn't realize I was so obsessed with accountability until I started to go through these things and started to see this trend. And accountability is just such a massive thing because if you can't be accountable for your actions, you can't grow. And that's the reason why like, I'm constantly reading, I'm constantly ingesting content and information and learning is because for me, I'm accountable for the level of the mat right now. Let's just say that I wanna make $10 million this next year. If I wanna make $10 million and I'm making $1 million, well, the, I'm I'm accountable to make myself be able to to make ten thousand, to be able to ten x my my gifts, my abilities, uh, my income sources, all of those things. It's on me. I have to be accountable for that. But so often, what I will see, and when I'm mentoring people, they'll just be like, uh, "Well, I tried these things a couple times, and it's just not working." Yeah, and yeah. It's just like, like what are you doing? Like you're the only one that can fix this, right? Yeah, hundred percent. And I mean, when you when you do look at it that way, that you are the only one that can fix this, that gives you so much power over the situation. Like an incredible wow! I can't even say my words. I'm so excited. Okay, the other night I couldn't say uh, what was the word. Oh man, I can't even remember. Oh, that it was it was ridiculous. But yeah. I couldn't talk the other night anyway. So yeah. you did. <laughs> it's incredible the amount of power that that actually gives you having the mentality that you are the solution. You are in control. You are accountable because now you can sit back and you can take, take inventory of how you're feeling, where you're at, what worked, what didn't and whatever activity you were doing for the last week, whatever moved the needle, you focus on that. And so now you start going in that direction for the next week. And then you, reassess what's really moving the needle and you just you keep going like that because now you can look at am I working enough 
in this area? Am I working too much in this other area? Or maybe I actually need to take a rest. Maybe I'm overworking. You know, it doesn't always need to be about working, right? But it is a good thing because you are the solution. And the more you can be accountable for your actions and take inventory, the better you'll be, faster you're going to reach those goals. Yeah, and then you don't have to be 46 years later still complaining on why the, the one attempt that you did at that one thing you didn't achieve and how yeah. done by you are. And like, honestly, who who's get, who wants to be that person? Like, on a, re, listening to this right now, can I'm sure there's something that has happened in your life that you tried once and you failed at and you're like, no, I'm not going to do that anymore. It wasn't meant for me. And how great does that make you feel? Probably not great at all. Like, yeah. So that's where it's like you need to be accountable so you can achieve those things because let's not be 70 years old still complaining about the same stuff, right? No, exactly. And I mean, it's just a matter of taking a mental check of yourself. Where are you at? And I mean, do it right now. As you're watching this video on YouTube or listening to this on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever we're posting this, do a mental check of yourself. Where are you in your situation? Are you being accountable? Are you blaming others? Because blaming others just doesn't work anymore. When you are taking ownership of your life, you are the solution. And you know what? Let me know in the comments. Let me know where where you think you're at and where you can improve. And, you know, let's start a conversation. I love that. And it's massive, guys. So if there's one thing you can take into 2022 accountability 100 i love it i love it bro man well i don't have anything else to say i think you just own this topic and like you inspired me so was there any last things that you had to say that's it i just wanted to say first podcast of 2022 many more to come hit that bell notification love it don't miss a thing that's well, right I, i'm not i almost started singing i did I didn't go around. I appreciate that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Thanks for tuning into the Online Entrepreneur Experience. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes that we're releasing and any of these amazing pieces of value that we're giving out. And if you could take the time out of your day and leave us a review, we'd be so grateful. We look forward to seeing you on that next episode.